Hello and welcome to Spoken Like a Native podcast. My name is Diane. I'm an English teacher from Scotland and a devoted language learner. And this podcast is for those learning English to improve their listening and vocabulary with episodes on engaging topics like culture, current events, history and how languages work. If you want to improve your speaking and listening, head over to speakmeters.com where you can take part in small group conversations hosted by native speakers. This is an amazing way to boost your fluency, expand your vocabulary and increase your confidence by practicing with qualified, certified and selected native speakers who really enjoy helping people. There are sessions at a range of levels for English, French, Spanish and German, so book your first session today speakmeters.com and don't forget you can take part in this podcast by telling me your ideas for topics information about how to get in touch with us is in the description enough beating around the bush let's get this episode underway and we're back after a really long break um what can i say life got in the way i've been pretty busy but The podcast is coming back, um, aiming to release a podcast every two weeks. And the length of the podcast is going to be a little bit shorter so that it's a bit more manageable for me to keep releasing them much more regularly. So we're going to start off the year by talking about new beginnings, about the new year, about how to talk about the last year and about what's coming ahead for the new year. I can't believe it's 2024. Um, we're almost in, well, yeah, now we're in the second week of January. And this is the kind of time where maybe your New Year's resolutions are being tested a bit. Have you set yourself any New Year's resolutions? Do you have anything you want to achieve or to change or to make different in some way this year? Um, you can get in touch with me, send me an email. And if you want me to, I can al always leave out your name. I can share your stories on the podcast and I can make comments and give feedback on, on your English. So consider that as a free one-to-one -one <laughs> of your written English. Of course, you could also send a voice note uh, to email as well. So the email address, it is diane, D-I-A-N-E dot spoken, S-P-O-K-E-N dot native, N-A-T-I-V-E at protonmail.com that's p-r-o-t-o-n m-a-i-l dot com so wind back if you didn't catch that whole address play back the recording and I'll also put it in the notes for the episode too so I'd love to hear what your plans are for this year whether you have any resolutions so anyway okay so starting off the year let's work on some phrasal verbs. What are phrasal verbs? Well, this is something that if you listen to people speaking English, one thing that you can really notice about native speakers is that they use a lot of phrasal verbs. Get up, get on, get away with, get into, look for, look into, The English language has hundreds and hundreds of these phrasal verbs. 
And there's something that as a native speaker, you just learn, you pick them up and you use them very naturally. But it's something that can be very difficult for people who are learning English to really get the hang of. So to get the hang of means to be able to do something properly uh, with skill. They can be really hard to get the hang of because you have what a phrasal verb is exactly is there is at least one verb in the the phrasal verb so for example get or look or be or come those are some uh, very common uh, components of the phrasal verb they have at least one proper verb like that and then some other particle which could be like to for in with towards forwards those kind of things so the combination of the verb and then another thing another particle like look forward to get away with get the hang of in themselves they make a verb in total it's not just the individual words um that when you put them together they have a different meaning so as i talk about the transition from the old year until the new year and you're looking forward to the new year and your new plans and so on i'll introduce as i speak some phrases and phrasal verbs that are really useful for talking about that topic so how was your 2023 probably like most people there were some ups and downs the peaks and troughs what were the highlights and what were the things that you would rather forget your peaks and troughs so the peak is the high point and the trough is the low point if you can imagine in your head a graph the high point in the graph is the peak and the low point when the <coughs> the line on the graph goes below zero if it goes really low that's the trough so what were the good moments and the bad moments or the low points and the high points of the year um, as I restart my English classes after the Christmas break um, I've got to thinking about the strange nature of this time of year because it feels like the new year has hardly started but all the Christmas festivities are finished and the air is full of possibilities in many parts of the world the new year is rung in with fireworks or a bonfire especially fireworks that's very popular in many different countries um, do you ring in the new year with fireworks did you go to see a firework display so to ring in the new year is basically as it sounds um, the new year comes the the clock strikes midnight and you have some kind of celebration whether it's a party fireworks drinking um, in the UK, we have a toast. Usually people have a, um, a drink ready when the clock strikes midnight and you will drink a toast for the new year. Um, in Scotland, we sing Old Lang Syne, which is a, a song which is based on a Scottish poem uh, by Robert Burns. It's also sung many other parts of the, the world, including in America. So how did you feel ringing in the new year and looking back on 2023. When we look back on something, we're reflecting, thinking back. We have, maybe we have a sense of nostalgia or we have a sense of, oh, I'm glad that's over. 
One really good song to listen to um, for that phrasal verb, looking back, is the song Looking Back Over My Shoulder by Mike and the Mechanics. Um, I think it's really good for English students because not only is it really positive, um, really nice song, but also the lyrics are really clear so you can really hear what he's saying. And he uses looking back over my shoulder um, many, many times throughout the song. And we tend to use it as looking back on, like as in looking back on the year, looking back on my time in this place, looking back on that period. At the time, these are some examples for you. At the time, I thought my life in the countryside was boring, but looking back on it, I can see it was very peaceful. If you look back, you'll realize that there are things you took for granted. The thing that means that there are things that you didn't realize that they were valuable, that they were nice things, they were important things that you had. Another example, he was looking back on his years as a worker and he regretted working so much. So when you look back on 2023, what comes to mind? Is it a good feeling? Do you feel sad about certain things? What's your kind of feeling and your uh, reflections as you look back on the year? As it was going from 2023 to 24, a lot of um, apps, a lot of TV channels, websites, they were inviting us to look back on the year that has passed. So they were often using phrases like 2023 wrapped. Um, that was something that was on Spotify, was uh, your, your year wrapped. Um, the year in blah, blah, blah. So as in 2023 in, I don't know, fashion or... Uh, the news um, also a roundup of 2023 so a roundup is a summary so if you watch a shortened version for example a, a shortened version of the news or a summary version of news stories or other um, events that have happened like similar to highlights it's the kind of the general story without all the specific details but looking back over a period of time and giving the highlights, the general story, the key elements. So that's enough of looking back on things and looking over a shoulder. Why don't we look ahead? So rather than looking forward, we, we can say looking forward, but it's a little more literal than the phrase we use when we want to think about our thoughts and our plans for the future we use looking ahead. So looking ahead to, let's say for example, um, summer holidays 2024. So maybe if you have children who are in school, the summer holiday time, looking ahead to that time, what do you think is going to happen? What do you have planned? What's coming up for you that you are looking forward to? Anything that you know is going to happen or you hope is going to happen that you're really happy about what's on the horizon for you in 2024 so what is there in your calendar or a plan that you have that you're looking forward to looking ahead can mean physically looking in front of you but it's most often used to talk about imagining and planning about the future we use looking forward to discuss things that we plan or know will happen and that we are feeling good about. 
use it when you have a sense of anticipation, excitement, joy, when you are looking to the future and something that you expect is going to happen or you know is going to happen. Like, I have a holiday booked, I'm really looking forward to it. Or I have tickets to a concert with a band I really like. I'm so looking forward to it. It gives you a sense of hope, a sense of there's something to look forward to in the calendar. And um, this period of time over Christmas and New Year can be can be quite a tricky time for people's moods sometimes. And talking about low mood and depression and feeling low because of the winter. One thing that's um, very important um, to help people feel good in general is having something to look forward to. Having a sense that there is some future. So making those little plans. If you, for any reason, are feeling a bit low, um, put in your diary something that you can look forward to. Even if it's just something really simple, make time for yourself to do something nice that you are going to look forward to. So what about things that we want to put behind us? If you put something behind you, it means you are moving forward and you're going to, for example, leave behind a habit, uh, a way of being, maybe a difficult situation. Um, you could say, for example, um, I had a lot of issues at work last year, but I'm going to put it all behind me this year and start again, start again fresh. So it's like, okay, something happened, it was difficult, but let's try to move on from that. So what plans do you have for the coming year? Is there anything that you want to put behind you? When you want to move on to change a habit or to forget about something negative, you can use put behind you like, oh, I was really worried that this was going to happen, but I just want to put behind me all those anxieties. She decided to put her health issues behind her and focus on a healthier future by maintaining a more balanced lifestyle. That's one example that you could use it. But if you want to make a change in your habits, whether that's something about your lifestyle or um, your behavior in some way, you can use the phrasal verb, turning over a new leaf. So when we want to change our habits, change our attitude, or make another kind of positive change, we can use turn over a new leaf. It comes from the idea of starting uh, a, a new blank page in your diary where you can start again. Like It's almost like you buy a new diary, a new notebook, a new agenda, and it's all fresh, and you can turn the page, open the book, and have start on a, on a fresh page. Is there anything that you feel like you need to turn over a new leaf about? Maybe you want to um, get up earlier, do more exercise, look at your phone less. <laughs> That's one of the most common things I hear from people um, when I ask them about their New Year's resolutions and <laughs> improvements or uh, ideas of how they could feel happier is that they want to to sleep better, rest more, look at their phone less. And, and often w they want to do more more activity, more movement, more exercise. And um, so it's the new year or 
it's two weeks into the new year now while I'm uh, recording this, but I still think it's, it's useful to think about beginning the year, beginning the year well. When the new year starts, you can start off with a clean slate. So similar to turning over a new leaf, it's this idea that you, you um, erase, you get rid of the bad things, bad memories, bad experiences, anything, anything that wa wasn't great, you erase them in some way. Um, okay, now everything is new. I'm starting again. I am starting off with a clean slate. So this could be because it's something that maybe you're trying to change your own behavior, but it could also be, again, um, other things that you can't control. But it's the idea of having a, a refreshed uh, attitude and a positive mindset of, okay, I'm going to start again with this. I'm going to try and have positive frame of mind and not be carrying with me feelings, uh, fears, um, bad feelings. So where do you think the phrase to start off with a clean slate comes from? Well, a slate is like a gray piece of rock, the, a very thin piece of rock that um, kids at school used to have their own slate to write on with a piece of chalk um, many years ago. I guess this was before everybody had their own notebooks or paper and pens and pencils to write with. They would have uh, a slate to write their answers or to practice their writing or to practice their maths or whatever. Um, each kid would have a slate so you can wipe it. You can to clean it uh, with water, I, I guess, to wipe off the chalk and then you can you can write again. So that's where a, a clean slate comes from. Do you feel like you need a clean slate for anything? I think um, it's always important to remember we can start new days and, and feel like, okay, today today is going to be the day where I start off with a clean slate. So how was your year in English learning? I'd say m my year in my language learning was pretty good. Um, what could I have done better? Well, I think possibly to set more specific goals would have been better. I definitely feel like I improved a lot. My Spanish has been gradually improving. Um, you know, I live in a Spanish-speaking country, so I have lots of opportunities to speak Spanish, although it's like, you know, you can only improve so much every day and you, you can't always look at every conversation with a native person as a, as a lesson, you know, they aren't always there to, <laughs> to correct you, they don't want to correct you, and so, um, yeah, I'd say it's slowly, slowly being um, improving, it does help a lot to be in the, in a place where everybody's speaking the language, um, but I've not, I've not tried to be too ambitious, although maybe this year, I will try to sign up for an exam and get my level certified, though I do think I'm, uh, I keep on improving. And with my French, yeah, I think I, I, ha I used speak meters a lot, that was great in 2023, I don't know how many sessions I went to, but I did do a lot of speaking, I have other people um, in my free time who I also sp spoke French with and still speak French with, so yeah. I mean, it's tough because I don't sp 
um, I don't live in France. Um, and yeah, sometimes it can feel, once you have the skill to speak a language, uh, it's great, but the feeling of satisfaction of being able to speak the language can quickly wear off a little bit because it becomes normalized. <laughs> it's like anything. You get to a certain level of skill and then you go, okay, you expect yourself to keep improving. And once you're able to have a conversation, that's a, it's a great achievement, but we can be very hard on ourselves and um, keep thinking that we should be continually progressing. And I'd say one of my flaws and my personality is that I'm very self-critical and always um, seeking to improve and expect a lot of myself. So um, I think my, my French has definitely improved. Another thing was because I'm working with a lot of German speakers, I started to learn German. Um, I'm still a beginner with German, but using um, a popular language learning app, which I use, um, I do a little bit of practice. And I, I use the, the language app every day, not every language every day, because that would be kind of crazy. but. Um, yeah, I started learning German, so that's exciting. <laughs> it's always exciting to get to a very, very basic level of knowledge and to, to be able to recognize some vocabulary. That's, that's really fun. So as we come to the end of episode 14, let me just give you a recap of those phrases from today. So we started with ring in the new year to celebrate the new year. You could also use ring in for another type of um, change that you could do. Next we had looking back on, so reflecting. Be sure to check that song by Mike and the Mechanics, looking back over my shoulder, it's a classic song. The next one was looking ahead, so kind of thinking about the future, looking ahead to the future. Next was putting something behind you, so leaving the past behind, leaving anything negative that you want to leave in the past to, to get rid of. Next one was turn over a new leaf, and that is to start again, change your behavior, um, yeah, change your habits in some way. And the final one was start off with a clean slate. So similar to turning over a new leaf, um, it's a sense of starting something, whether it's a day, a week, a month, a year, starting with a, a, an open mind and a, a feeling of this is the beginning. I'm not bringing my past with me. I'm going to do everything I can to be my best version of myself. Okay, that's it for episode 14. Be sure to look out for the next episode in a couple of weeks time. Um, what's coming up for this year. I think we're going to do some interviews comparing uh, American English and British English, as well as exploring lots of aspects of um, British culture and cultural differences. But there will also be episodes focusing particularly on language features, for example, prepositions maybe, uh, the verb tenses and phrasal verbs like we did today. Um, my little kitty has come here to say hello, but I don't think she's going to say anything. Wendy. Now she's sniffing the microphone, but she's not saying anything now. And remember to head over to www.speakmeters.com 
and start practicing your English with, well, possibly with me. I do a session once a week on a Wednesday afternoon, but there's plenty of more English language sessions as well as French and Spanish. So that's speakmeters.com. Details in the description. Um, hope to see you there. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. What do you think about today's topic? Remember, you can get in touch by leaving a comment or by joining the Speak Meters community. Follow Speak Meters on Instagram and subscribe to Spoken Like a Native on your favorite podcast platform. You can also leave a comment and like the stream. Please, please, please leave a review. It really helps us to find new listeners who are looking for fun language learning content. And lastly, don't forget to head over to speakmeters.com to take part in live conversations hosted by friendly native speakers. That's all for today. Catch you next time. Bye.